Welcome to the EchoCast, episode 85. I am Bond Diesel, and this is a podcast about The Division, The Division 2, its community, news, updates, drama, drama, and whatever else I feel like talking about, even if it has nothing to do with The Division. If you're new, welcome. Thanks for checking this out. If you've been here before, thanks for coming back. Today, we are going to do a state of the game recap and thoughts. Haha. <laughs> Survival stuff. Call of Duty follow up. What? Uh, oh, dang it. Was Division 1 as good as we remember? Listener questions and content updates. If you would like to support the podcast and my other content, please check out patreon.com slash the echo cast. Thank you to our Patreon supporters this month, Hassan, Darren, Tim, Mike, Joe, DJ, Christian, Iceman, and Justin. I am fighting off a cold or flu or something, so if I, I'll try to cut any coughs. I'll try to not hack, uh, you know, but a hack has got to hack, right? <laughs> okay, stay of the game recap. Today we, uh, well, today, I'm recording this on Thursday. Yesterday we had no state of the game. Uh, they stay there as a patch um, in the coming week that will take care of some quality of life issues. I believe it has something to do with the dark zone alert in the bottom left of the screen and a couple other things. Um, <clears throat> there should be an episode next week, even though that is what they said last week. Um, just as like a note on this, and I'm not going to dive into it because I've got plenty of ranting to do here in a moment. Um... <clears throat> Episode 1 and 2, from a game perspective, were great. They were really good. Uh, especially Episode 2, uh, more namely, Title Update 6, with all of the loot changes and all of that stuff. The actual content was underwhelming, to say it in the nicest way. The expedition kind of sucks. It's not the worst thing that's ever happened. It's fine, but it isn't as good as it should have been. The Pentagon, neat, kind of cool. But still a big letdown, at least in my opinion. Uh, episode 1 set at least an expectation that there would be a new mode and new missions. Uh, even if that mode kind of sucked, it still was a decent amount of content. But then episode 2 was like, hey, here's a new area. And you know what you're going to do in this new area? It's two new missions. Albeit, the two missions are incredible. I really, really like the missions. Um, I don't want to take anything away from that. But it wasn't enough. Um, I do believe that overall that both patches have been good. Um, both releases were good. Um, but it was because of all of the um, under-the-hood changes um, and, and not because of the content. Uh, we need a punch. You know, there needs to be <clears throat> a big uppercut of content. Episode 3 needs to be that uppercut of content. And they need to start teasing it now. I suspect that episode three releases in late January, early February. It's almost the middle of no November now. If there's going to be anything to do with a hunter in episode three tomorrow, drop a 10 second trailer where it starts off with a black screen. The, the smoke bomb goes off, fills the screen with like the, the gas mist and then a hunter appears in it it drops off says episode three coming early 2020 boom 
You're welcome, Massive and Ubisoft. Hire me tomorrow. I got this for you. I can be your hype man. I know how to get people pumped for this. Or even just, there's there's going to be some new dialogue from Keener in episode three, right? Because we're hunting him. So take a five-second clip of that dialogue, put it into a 10-second trailer, and release it in two weeks. And then two weeks after, you know, it's not going to take much to get people hyped. And if this third episode is going to be the makeup episode for the first two, maybe being a little not so great, start hyping it now. You have to get people more interested again. Just my opinion. Stay of the game next week, hopefully. I'll recap it and hopefully live tweet it. Keep an eye on my Twitter for updates at Bondiesel. Okay, Division 2 gaming slash gaming news. Um, Division 2 news. So there really wasn't any in the last week, let's be honest. Um, so instead, I'm going to rant about something I saw. Um, and I just, I don't know, I've probably ranted about it before, but hear me out. Um, <clears throat> I do want to hear your opinions. Uh, my Discord has a whole channel for feedback. When I post this on Twitter, um, both on the Division 2 hub and my own account, you're more than welcome to to comment on there. Uh, in the YouTube comments, you're more than welcome. I want to hear what you have to think, but here's how I saw it. Okay, so there is a quote-unquote confirmation of no survival in Division 2. Uh, so on the Friday stream on November 1st, there was... Um, a comment from Amper, <clears throat> uh, who's the division community manager who's in uh, in North Carolina. He's actually not with Redstorm. I think a lot of people think he's a Redstorm employee. He's not. He works for Massive or Ubisoft. I don't know. But he doesn't work for Redstorm. He just works at a place near them. Um, he kind of offhandedly said that there were... Well, no, not even offhandedly. He just said... There's no current plans for survival in Division 2. And um, it's just like sometimes this community is like a kid who tries to ride a bicycle with with no wheels on it and then gets pissed every time it falls over because they thought that there were wheels on it. It just doesn't. <clears throat> so so there's, and there's one post in particular that was expected unfortunately but i've seen i've seen a lot of comments and even in the in the comments on the chat um when this happened of people pretending like this was them backtracking um and, and there's there's never been any confirmation of survival coming back to division two um and that's a fact there's no disputing it um there have been a few situations and interviews and, and offhanded comments um i, I believe specifically from uh, Julian Garrity, um, I think maybe even Terry has said something, um, but it's only amounted to them basically saying, yeah, we liked survival. We thought that was cool. Um, but at no point have they ever confirmed or denied, well, sort of denied survival or, or any other mode coming back. It's, it's underground and survival and last stand. And even people want resistance back, which just blows my mind, but to each their own different strokes, it's all good but like anyone who pretends survival was promised or guaranteed or, or, or confirmed at any time is, is being sensational at best or maybe a little loose with the facts um, or at worst is just lying uh, for either for to get people riled up or because they are ignorant or whatever 
So, like, like I get it. I understand people's desire for survival and for underground and last stand and resistance and blah, 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 blah. I would like most of those things back as well. But some people's tunnel vision that amounts to like this, like survival or bust that, you know, like I, I think there's a lot of people right now where if they just added in some janky survival mode to division two today, that it would make a lot of people be like, Oh, this game's great. <clears throat> because other than the fact that it's missing that type of content, which I think is true, you know, the, the, the actual game itself is very good. And, and I'm not saying that that means that it's fixed, that we're done. Let's pack it up and go home. It's obviously needs a lot more stuff, a lot more work, but there seems to be this, this kind of weird obsession or tunnel vision or whatever you want to call it with just like every time there's any mention of new stuff coming, it's always survival, 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 you know, underground, underground, underground. Um, and, and to me, and, and this is just my opinion, please don't be offended by it, but it's like, it's like borderline embarrassing. Um, and I think it's kind of a bad look on the community. I, I just, what I found is, and, and, and let me get this straight. A lot of the people asking for that are some of the really true fans of this game who have stuck with it and enjoy it and, and want the best for it. I think that's great. What I've also found though, is that it's, it's kind of similar to a lot of the people who are really negative about the game and very dismissive and, and kind of nasty towards people who like the game or, or whatever. And in that <clears throat> the the lack of creativity from the community and what they want from this game, I, I think is really bad for the game and the community and stuff like that. You know, they 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 could ask like like if they could put out like a, a thing and say, Hey, you know, what kind of modes would you guys like in the division? And I can guarantee you that ninety percent of the responses would be Division One Dark Zone, Underground, Survival. And, and I, and I think it's cool to want those things back, but I can't think of the last time I saw someone have an original idea, have an idea of like, oh yeah, let's have a mode where a bunch of us go in and do that. And then we have to go do this. And then it comes down to this final sequence and that'd be so awesome. That doesn't happen. It's literally every time survival, survival, underground, underground, last stand, last stand, resistance, 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 bring back division one DZ. It's just the same thing over and over and over and over again. <laughs> the one thing that we got back was skirmish and no one plays it. <laughs> so um, like to me, it's similar to like kind of the mo like the moaning about instances where the game reps um, and this is kind of related kind of not, but you know, there's, there's been a lot of, I think really interesting feedback from some people about how at some point that different representatives from the game have told people to go play other games. And the reason that it annoys me that that kind of gets nitpicked and talked about by certain people is that like without context, that's obviously not a great thing to say. Right. But with context in, in the few times I've seen that kind of phrase brought up or said, I've, I've never seen it be to someone who was being like reasonable. I've never seen someone be like, Hey guys, I really love this game, but it'd be great if you would do this and that and the other or else and then I'd really enjoy this game more and then Julian's like fuck you go play another game that's not what it is it, it, it's people being like this game is dead you guys suck you guys ruined just make division one again and then they're like well division one's still there go play it or you know other examples like that and 
I guess my issue is that when it comes to replying to these kind of people is that I think that there's three ways you can reply to them. You can say nothing or just to reply to the community in general. You can say nothing. The problem is that with that is that it'll be talked about as them ignoring the community, giving up, you know, the game's on, you know, the back burner, you know, it's, it's on, it's on neutral rolling down the hill. Uh, the second thing they can do is tell people that stuff is coming, but they can't tell them what it is because that's how they roll. This will be met with and has been met with people saying it's too late. Game is dead. You know, give us details, even though they're not at liberty to do that. And then the third option, which isn't ideal, but is to tell people to go play other things, play division one, go play some outer worlds, go play destiny, go play Warframe, go play borderlands, go play breakpoint. <laughs> go play something. If this game isn't doing it for you. And, but then that's being seen as dismissive and, and lazy and, and bad communication. So to me, it's like a damned if they do and damned if they don't situation where no matter what they, no matter how they respond, whether it's with silence, if they have no real updates, whether it's with vague assurances, which people don't like or take seriously, or whether it's just with maybe some frustrated clapbacks, you know, which people feel is dismissive. I, like, what, what do you want them to do? Now, I just said in the previous segment that we need episode three teasers now. And I still stand by that. I think that would be a great way to get people hyped, to get people excited. And um, I think they should do that. But I really think that this conversation that goes on about, you know, either complaining about them, telling people to go play other games, even though that really isn't their typical response. Or whether it's about just always asking for the same thing, just incessantly and having no creativity with the ideas or, or just no thought behind what you're asking for. It just doesn't help. At the end of the day for me is that people just need to realize like in these situations, the way information is released about games by Ubisoft for the most part, when it's done the way they want it to be done is very purposeful. Um, Amper is never going to break news on the Friday stream, especially if it's not Terry, because Terry's like a kid with candy who's not allowed to give the candy to anyone, but he really wants to. You know, he might drop a little wink, wink, hint, hint here and there, but, but Amper is never going to break news. He'll dance around confirmations. He'll, he'll, he'll do what he's got to do. He'll, he'll try to, the problem is that these guys are in a situation where he may know what's coming. I'm sure he does. I have no doubt in my mind. Amper knows what's coming for year, for episode three, for year two. I mean, I'm sure he's in the loop, but he's also given specific instructions about what he's allowed to say and isn't. And this goes for all the CMs. This goes for everyone in the darn company, probably, except some devs who probably drop stuff that they aren't supposed to here and there. But that's a different story. But the thing is, he's, he's, they're doing their job. And just because you ask doesn't mean you're privileged to information and in drama, like what I've seen drummed up around this and, and repeatedly other times before is exactly what makes these companies be less transparent, not do these streams, not show their faces because nothing good comes of it because people expect things that they shouldn't people convince themselves that things are coming that no one ever said were coming and they end up just being a net negative. And why would they keep putting themselves out there? So I've said before a hundred times, but just be aware of who the people are who drum these things up and who get this stuff all riled up and going. 
if the people starting these this drama and, and these rumors and, and so on and so forth are the same ones who are constantly harassing devs, being assholes to everyone who interacts with them, and simply have a history of being shady, you know, just maybe just cite your sources, mind your sources, um, and, and, and don't latch on to things just because, you know, they, they, they go along with what you already want or think or believe. So there's that. Rant one over. <laughs> this actually came from a question on uh, from Mitch, I believe. Um, it kind of brought up this topic, and I said I would talk about it. So, Mitch, thank you very much um, for bringing this up. Uh, it was something I was going to talk about anyways, but definitely got inspired by our kind of back and forth in a really good way. I really enjoyed that that little back and forth, and I appreciate it. Um, you know what else I appreciate? I appreciate y'all listening to a 30-second mid-roll, which is going to hit right now. Okay, so some other gaming topics and some division chatter. This is probably going to be a really triggering uh, podcast. Uh, and, and that's okay. Um, you know, maybe I'll get the people going. We'll get those, we'll get those listens uh, pop back up. Maybe someone will lie about what I said again. <laughs> we'll have to get real crazy with it. Um, the first topic I want to talk about is um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare and kind of the post-mortem um, feel of it. So, um, I talked about it last week, kind of gave my review, um, <clears throat> beat the story. I actually want to play the story again one day. I want to wait a little while though. The, um, the spec ops mode kind of sucked. I tried to play it and did not enjoy it at all. So I just, I'm good. Maybe they'll improve it. Maybe there's more coming to it. I don't know. Um, but the multiplayer, um, is, is, has really been my highlight. I've really been enjoying it. Um, I will say that there's, um, you know, definitely some balancing issues have come up. Uh, shotguns are crazy frustrating. <laughs> um, there's just so many situations where, um, you know, the thing in a game like Call of Duty is is you feel like you want a chance to outmaneuver your opponent or to outplay them. Um, I think that's the basic idea behind PvP in every game. Um, I've talked about it a lot with Division and how I just don't think Division's ever really provided that, even though people disagree, which is fine. Um, and you know, and, and, and currently in modern warfare, there's definitely an issue with, at least in my opinion, uh, shotguns, there's a situation where, um, and I think rightfully so if you're close up, it has a scatter shot, you know, very close ranges, shotguns should absolutely dominate. That's fine. Whatever. But then you're getting to a point where there's some unbalance where, you know, you're talking about medium, short, medium ranges, medium range, even medium plus ranges. Um, or where you can still get one tap by a shotgun, which, um, so the problem is, is that I understand from a realism point of view and, you know, I, I've shotguns my entire life. I, I understand that buckshot, um, would probably be able to take a person down at a pretty effective range. Um, but it's not real life. Um, call of duty is not a real game. It is not real life. It is not a simulator it is a arcadey fun shooter that has some nice gunplay and um, needs the different weapon classes to have their own strengths and weaknesses. And right now the shotguns reach out way too far. Um, I would say that's the biggest issue I have. I've definitely caught myself getting a little frustrated here and there with people who are camping. Um, that's always just been kind of a Call of Duty staple though. And if you're not going to get over that with Call of Duty, then Call of Duty is just probably not for you. Um, I find myself to be really effective um, without, and you know, I'm definitely a roamer. Um, uh, Amper actually on his private channel did a really good video kind of talking about like, Hey, 
especially for newer players who are getting the hang of the game, um, pick like a fourth of the map. You know, pick like a, a chunk of the map and just roam it. Control it. Lock down a quarter of the map or, you know, a fifth of the map or whatever. And um, and control it and know every nook and cranny, know every angle, know every place a grenade can drop in. You know, put down a claymore, you know, do what you got to do. Um, and And that's definitely where I've kind of gotten... And I'm really enjoying it. There's definitely some honeymoons over kind of moments where there's some stuff that needs to be fixed up and worked on. Um, but if you're still on the fence about getting it, I highly suggest it. Again, I really enjoyed the single player. It was definitely a Call of Duty story, but not in a bad way. And I thought it was a lot of fun. And um, in the multiplayer, if it's your style, is uh, I think it's great. Um, I really enjoy the progression and you know picking a weapon or picking a style of play and and just, you know, upgrading things towards that and trying to, you know, really go towards it. They have some um, challenges now where you can you can actively work towards certain rewards and stuff like that. Um, they can be a little frustrating because they involve doing things like getting 60 kills with pistols, which due to the shotgun issue um, is really hard right now because uh, you can pump three or four shots into someone with some of the pistols and then they can spin around with the shotgun and murder you. So uh, that that's a bit frustrating. But go for those headshots. Be better than I. But definitely buy it if you're interested. I highly suggest it. Um, but if you do, let me know what you thought. Uh, if I wasted your 60 bucks, uh, let me know why. I'm curious. Uh, the next game that's coming soon is Star Wars Fallen Order. Um, I'm really excited for this game. I've had kind of a run lately of playing um, Outer Worlds, uh, single player playing through the whole story, uh, Call of Duty playing through the whole story. I believe those are the first two games I've played through an actual story that ends in years. <laughs> uh, it's been it's been a while at least. I've I meant to play Hellblade. Um, I've uh, I did play the first Tomb Raider reboot. Um, I think last year. Uh, I've meant to play the second and third one. I've heard they're good, but maybe not quite as good. Uh, but I, I am still interested in finishing those, but, um, uh, Star Wars has definitely given me that feel of like, oh, cool. You know, here's going to be another really cool story to play through and, um, kind of this, 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 you know, this world that I enjoy. I love Star Wars. Um, I'm one of the evil people who actually likes the last couple of movies, even though this, this, the, what episode eight was kind of me, I really liked episode seven uh, and I'm even one of the evil people who likes episode three as well. Um, not one or two though. They're garbage. So I, I'm super pumped. Um, they're describing it as kind of a kind of a dark soulsy type of game, but not quite that intense. Um, but definitely that kind of, kind of idea, almost mixed with like a Titanfall and kind of with the movement and stuff like that. But but then they're kind of talking about it. Um, and I don't know. It just seems like it's a mix of a lot of games, and, and it's something I'm really excited. Um, and I really feel like for the most part, they haven't really spoiled much about it. I, I feel like if I pick it up and play it, I'm not going to really know what I'm getting into. Um, besides that, I believe it takes place between episode three and four. Uh, so I believe that you're that you're playing as one of the survivors of Order 66, um, and you're kind of trying to put pieces together and, and help the rebellion. So um, I'm excited for it. Um, I'm really curious to hear what you think. Um, I would like to know, you know, if you're going to buy this, why? If you're not going to, why? Uh, and, and we can kind of talk about that. Uh, okay, so the second rant of the day is going to go to, um, you know, Division One, uh, and 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 talking about whether or not you know we see survival underground and division in general, Division One in general, as maybe 
better than it really was. And, 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 and this is, can be a fairly short conversation. I just, you know, this is a stance. I feel like I kind of drop little opinions on every now and then, and this, maybe this is a good time to drop just a, just a very clear, like, you know, here's kind of how I stand and, and I'm curious to how you feel about it. But I just, so humans have this interesting thing. So um, I'm not going to pretend like I'm a doctor that I'm super highly educated and stuff like that. I do have a bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, I have about eight years of experience in, in my field. Um, I mostly deal with people with intellectual disabilities, but I still do try to keep up on research and um, and there, there was definitely research in high, in high school, I guess, but especially college that I really enjoyed. And one of the things that always stuck with me was that um, there, there's kind of this natural uh, way that the human mind works and, and that our memories work specifically. And um, humans have this weird thing where um, we're really good at remembering dangerous experiences to make sure we don't get in those, those situations again. Uh, we're, we're very good with that for the most part, um, unless we get too traumatized by something. And then that leads to things like PTSD, but that's a whole different talk. Um, another interesting thing is humans have kind of a tendency to remember the good of situations and forget the bad. Um, I, I, I believe from what I remember, it has a lot to do with, um, kind of protecting our um, self-esteem and uh, trying to prevent some depression and things like that. Uh, but, but there's this, this thing that humans do. And this is even from my own personal experience, I, I can identify this in myself and I've seen it with other people and I, and I've seen it uh, specifically with the division community and, and the way it seems to remember um, division one. Um, a lot of the complaints about division two are division one based. And it's a lot of, you know, the, the division one, DZ was better. Um, and there's definitely some objective ways that I think people can say it was better. It had big, it was a bigger server, it was a bigger area. Um, I don't think you can say there was more to do. But let's say was, there was a bigger map, there were more people, um, and subjectively some people had more fun in it. They thought it was had a better loop. Um, I think that comes down to opinion, um, but you know I see it a lot. Uh, you can say the same thing about the game in general. Uh, Division 1 was better because it had survival and underground and last stand and resistance. And Division 2 doesn't have those things. That's a fact. That's, that is true. Um, but what, what I kind of mentioned before and what I, I still think, I, and I stand by myself, this is obviously an opinion, but I think if you, you take away those things, if, if you purely talk about the, the base mechanics of the two games and you look at what's available, even in the sense of what was available to the games at the same time period. Um, we're what, eight, nine months since the division released. Uh, we are not even that, I guess it was in March. And so it's been seven months, I guess, or almost eight. And, and I still hold in what you can agree with me or not. Feel free to let me know that. I believe that division two is a better game than division one ever was. And I'm not just saying like at release, you know, eight months in, um, I, I really, I understand. I, I, I totally get why people look at division one and, and they see underground, they see survival or whatever they liked about division one and say, look, I really like that. So division one's better. But what I think is going to happen is I think we're going to find that at the end of year two of division two, uh, more than likely, Maybe at the end of year one, we'll see how episode three goes. I, I really believe most people who are not being emotional 
not being overly uh, nostalgic are going to be able to say like, man, I really like division one. And there's some things I still like more the atmosphere, the city, whatever. Uh, Cause I can agree with some of those things, but I think most people who are being reasonable are going to be like, yeah, division two is definitely better. It was definitely a step up. Um, now I totally understand a lot of the issues people have with um, the most common thing I see is, well, you know, they obviously didn't learn from division one. Look at all these problems in division two. Um, and one thing I've been saying since before division two came out is that, Division two is a new game. It, it's, it is not division one with some new stuff. Um, it's interesting because before division two came out, a lot of people were, were prophesizing that um, division two was just going to be division 1.5. Uh, I, I saw that there were people who were ramping up, excited to start ripping on division two, the way that people ripped on destiny two and being like, yeah, it's the same game. And they took steps back and they, they took away content that they're just going to reintroduce and blah, blah, blah. And when Division 2 released, I think we, I think most people would say that that wasn't the case. It wasn't Division 1.5. It was a Division 2. Um, but in, in, since then, I think we found that um, I, there's some people who, who uh, I think would have complained about Division 1.5 who are now asking for a Division 1.5. Um, you know, where the initial complaints looked like they were heading towards a, uh, they, they just gave us the same game with more stuff. Um, now there's a lot of people asking for division one with more stuff. Um, now there's a lot of reasons why that wasn't realistic. Um, there, there's stuff that I don't think I can talk about. Um, but you know, even from the things that we can talk about, I mean, player movement had to be updated significantly. I, I know people don't like the new animations. I know people don't, like this and that and the other, but it had to change. I mean, people were straight exploiting the game in Division One, and it just never got changed. And I suspect it's because it probably couldn't get changed, that they had to basically redo the movement, the player models, the animations, and all that. Um, there, there's, you know, entire, you know, some of the most popular people that were in this game in Division One, the creators and stuff like that, you know, like lived off of that. You know, there was, you know, whether it was exploiting the movement system and borderline cheating, you know, maybe a big allegation, but I, I feel like most reasonable, reasonable people would see where I'm coming from. I'm too, you know, abusing overpowered gear sets and things that, you know, people kind of conveniently seem to forget. And, you know, those things had to change, you know, they, they couldn't just release division 1.5, even though that seems to be what some people want. And you know, now there's people asking for instant heals to be back. We want them to make the lightweight M4 and the LVO AC automatic again, even though they shouldn't be the real guns aren't, but it's just because they want that nostalgia smack. You know, they want it back. They're itching. They're itching for it to feel like the first game again. Um, But what I appreciate is that I don't think they're going to do that. Um, and, and by not doing that, they're doing other things. Like a lot of the changes we saw in Title Update 6. And what I found, surprisingly, is the after playing a decent amount of Title Update 6... I kind of felt like I was playing division one again uh, in the sense of how the loot was dropping and, and stuff like that. And, and I hope that for some people they, they felt the same and that it, it kind of scratched that itch a bit. Um, it obviously didn't for everyone. I, I'm still seeing people, you know, like I said before, survival, 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 underground, underground, underground. Um, and, and I don't blame those people for that, but I still, some, something that just has been recurring, ever since division two came out is I just, um, 
I really think a lot of people just have a weird nostalgia for Division One. And what's so weird about it is that it's there. It's right there. You can go play it. Anyone can go play Division One today and be like, oh yeah, you know, this who oh yeah, I forgot about that. Forgot about this. I forgot that there's three viable gear sets in any competitive activity. I forgot that DZ is a freaking shit show of checkpoint campers and (laughs) you know um i I forgot that it's the same nine missions that were released in 2016 um you know i forgot this and that and yeah you know it's that's obviously my opinion i i know and and if people want to disagree with me i'm happy to hear you out but i really just think that there's this kind of i think nostalgia i think nostalgia goggles have really gotten a lot of people and it kind of what i mentioned before is i I hope that at some point division two gets to a place where people can appreciate division one for what it was and then appreciate division two for what it is. Um, and, 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 and hope to foster that and, and see what it becomes rather than just hoping for it to become division one again, because I'm just going to say it's not going to happen. Um, and, and, and people who are sticking around hoping it does are probably going to be disappointed. I could be wrong. I don't really know what the point of that rant was long story short. I really don't think division one was as perfect as a lot of people seem to think it was. I promise. I remember plenty of conversations happening between 1.8.3 and division two coming out, uh, making it very clear that division one was not perfect, <laughs> even though it seems like some of those conversations have faded. Oh, sorry. That's gross. But uh, I just, I, I really think that I, I really hope that at some point, sooner than later um people are able to just appreciate them both for what they are and for what they aren't okay so we got a few listener uh, questions here um the first one was from youtube from federation space who said um just wondering if you think in episode three that we will go after the president of the united states and aaron keener at the same time or separately aaron keener in episode three and then the president uh, in year two what I would guess is that um, episode three is going to be very focused on Aaron Keener. Um, I don't really expect any Black Tusk influence. I wouldn't be surprised if um, if maybe we see Black Tusk there because, uh, you know, if, if you read the book and if you read the comic, you'll know that um, the Black Tusk isn't just in D.C. Um, they're they're attacking strategic points all over the, the east part of the country, the east side, you know, the east of the Mississippi, basically. Um. You know, sorry if that's a spoiler, but you should have read it by now. <laughs> um, and, and if you haven't, it is worth going and reading, especially the book. The comic was a little, meh, it was cool, but the book is really good and is definitely worth reading, at least in my opinion. Um, it definitely gives a lot of information uh, between Division 2 and 1, or Division 1 and 2, um, and, and kind of gives you an idea of what's happening outside of NYC and, and D.C., um, and then I suspect that we'll continue. Um, I, I don't think we're necessarily going after the president that much. Um, I think what we found in the mission so far is that, uh, you know, the, 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 the quote unquote president uh, who got away at uh, Camp White Oak um, is just kind of a pawn in that there's there, there's people above him uh, who are kind of uh, directing everything. And so I, I suspect that, that year two is going to be a lot about figuring out who they are. And, and maybe even trying to put an end to their influence. Uh, so I suspect they'll be separate. Um, I, I really think episode three is going to be like kind of this, maybe a little bit of what I was just complaining about, but kind of like a nostalgia punch, um, sending us back to where we came 
and uh and and maybe having a little bit of that nostalgia satisfied and hopefully some really 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 cool stuff to do but we'll have to wait and see uh now on twitter silence falls said uh what is some ideal in-game content that would help long-term survival of the game but also not repeat what other mmo style of games do so that's what i was just talking about right and here's going to be my hypocritical moment of uh, of the year i have no idea um something i've tried to make really clear in, in pvp conversations that come up is that it's always you know look at bonds look at bond stats he doesn't play dz he doesn't which is somewhat correct i mean I've, I've played it more than people think but i get it that's fine the, the whole point of my input with especially pvp but in this game in general has always been that i'm a big shooter fan i've been playing shooters since i was a little kid I play them a ton when I was in high school and college. And since then, I've been really into it. I have a lot of experience with, with PvP, but just playing these games in general. What I don't have a lot of experience with, and I basically have zero experience with, is MMOs. I have a little bit of RPG experience, but straight up, that's I would say my RPG experience has been sports games, which if you don't think they're RPGs, I dare you to dive into Madden or FIFA, like the... Like the um, uh, like the coaching modes and tell me that's not an RPG. You can kiss my butt if you disagree, but, and fa- the fallout, fallout three, fallout, new Vegas, um, fallout four. <laughs> I like fallout four. I'm a crazy person. Um, and so I really don't know silence. I really don't. And, and that's why I don't try to throw stuff out there because I really don't know. I don't know what kind of end game content, obviously the raid having raids in division two is a big deal. Uh, unfortunately, this most recent one got delayed, but that kind of is what it is. Um, uh, the raid is definitely in-game content, uh, but for other stuff, I have no idea. But what's so frustrating to me is that it doesn't seem like anyone else really knows either. Um, and, and in lieu of having any ideas, it's always just survival, 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 underground, underground, underground. Um, so anyone who's listening to this, I'm asking you for your ideas. What are some in-game activities that could keep you coming back that are not underground that are not survival um and that aren't just you know things ripped from destiny or, or whatever i'm curious this is a i'm asking the question back um but thank you very much silence for that question uh hassan had kind of a a series of questions here uh, calm and collected what can possibly trigger you um i think people have found <laughs> um that uh lying about things i say or opinions i have um, triggers me pretty hard. Um, I think people think that calling me a white knight and stuff triggers me. It happens every, every here and there. I've kind of owned that at this point. I, I don't, I'm not going to be insulted by people saying I'm, I'm nice. And I'm not an asshole. And I don't base my entire persona on the internets around being a, a dick to everybody. Um, only the people who deserve it. Uh, so yeah, it's probably just people being dishonest. Um, and if I if I notice that I think people are being sensational and maybe don't 100% stand behind what they're saying and that they just say things to get uh, people riled up. Uh, but I would put getting subtweeted on there, uh, getting subtweeted like on Twitter and stuff, but I subtweet like a motherfucker. So that probably shouldn't be something I should say triggers me because I'm as guilty as anybody. I really try to pull back on it, but... Every now and then you just got to throw out a, a spicy tweet. 
Uh, next question from Hassan. Where do you see Baby Diesel in the next few years? An agent or a space ninja? Uh, we'll see, man. Um, uh, Bay Diesel is not a gamer at all. Uh, and, and I'm curious to whether or not uh, Baby Diesel will see me playing games and want to participate or if she'll see her mom not playing them and just think I'm a nerd. Um, I have a feeling that especially uh, for, for people her age, um, doing things like playing mobile games and stuff like that will be more popular. So uh, if there's a mobile division game one day, I'll push her real hard on it. So hopefully an agent. Uh, you say soccer or football. Well, soccer was the original name of the sport. And then the British people got all mad that the Americans were using it and changed it to football. So soccer, because it's the correct one. Suck it. Boom. And then favorite ice cream. Ah, man, that's so tough. I uh, Chocolate, uh, mint chocolate chip. It's between that and chocolate chip cookie dough, but I'm going to go with mint chocolate chip. That's uh, that's my stuff right there. Uh, thank you for those questions, Hassan. And then Infinite says, uh, this is on Twitter as well. Uh, have you gotten a full eight hours of sleep since Baby Diesel joined the chat? If not, when do you anticipate you will? Um, I, I think I've talked about it a little bit, but not too much like on Twitter and stuff. But um, let's see, Baby Diesel turned 12 weeks old this week. And has been sleeping in her own room, I guess that means for seven weeks now. Um, and has been sleeping through the night that whole time. Uh, every now and then, maybe like once every other week, she'll wake up in the middle of the night um, and want like literally just like a sip of food. And then she falls right back asleep. Um, it's actually been kind of frustrating for Bay Diesel because um, she has to pump uh, anyone who's married or has kids. And that's what I'm talking about. And um, it would actually be easier if Baby Diesel wanted to eat in the middle of the night, but doesn't. She sleeps, uh, she'll sleep 10, 11, 12 hours if we let her. It's, um, she'll stir a little bit, but um, we've actually honestly had no problem sleeping through the night and for almost two months now. Um, knock on wood, I don't want to jinx myself, but this baby has been easy. And, and, and that's probably infuriating to anyone who had a baby with like colic or who had a lot of issues. Um, but, you know, without jinxing myself, um, baby Diesel's been freaking perfect. She's she gets pissed when she's wet and when she's hungry. Otherwise, she's like the coolest baby on earth. Um, so I anticipate getting that kind of sleep for now. Um, you know, here in a month or two, she's going to start teething and we'll see how that goes. Um, I anticipate that maybe some of this excitement we've had for the last uh, last month, month, you know, two months uh, may come back to bite us a bit. But uh, yeah, baby Diesel's been amazing. Um, thank you everyone for the questions. Um, feel free to ask. I always open up on Twitter, Discord, YouTube, uh, Patreon, all those places uh, for questions. So if you see it, you know, feel free to ask. Obviously, I prefer questions about Division Two. This week, I opened it up to kind of ask me anything, and honestly, you know, whatever. I'm happy to answer any questions anytime. Uh, I mean, if you ask something stupid, I'm just going to ignore you. But otherwise, uh, I'm always happy to answer. Okay, so some content updates. Um, so last week was super um, crazy because we had Bay Diesel was gone for an overnight trip with her students. Uh, we had death in the family, so we had those arrangements and then funeral. And uh, someone in our family brought a sick child to the funeral. And now um, 
a very large number of the people who are at the funeral all have neurovirus and various other flu and cold issues. Um, uh, so if you've been listening to this, you can probably tell. And my ranting has been a little more crazy than normal. And I apologize if I cussed a few more times than normal if you listen to this out loud. Um, but I'm a little out of it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, these last this week and last week have just been kind of a disaster. Um, that said, Baby Diesel's perfectly fine, knock on wood. Um, and it seems like so far, at least, she's escaped any, uh, she's escaped any anything too bad. Uh, so that also what that means is that uh, I've continued to be fairly inconsistent with content. I'm, I'm really sorry for that. That's not what I want. Um, but it just kind of is what it is right now. And uh, hopefully we can get going eventually. Um, I have started typing up some rough scripts on new Intel Insight videos um, on the audio recording uh, collectibles in Division 2. Um, I have a stream schedule I really think is realistic, but we just need a, a week to be normal again and hopefully i can go through with it uh we'll shoot for next week i promise um and if anyone has any requests for content if anyone feels like there's like something that they'd really like to hear someone talk about or point out or 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 kind of review um let me know you know obviously division two base is what i prefer i'm happy to compare other games to division two i'm happy to you know to do anything I, i'm i'm you know kind of busy a little idea starved when it comes to that sort of stuff so you know, feel free to suggest. Okay, so let's wrap things up here before I pass out. Um, if you want to support the podcast or any of my other content, please check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash the echo cast. If you are on iTunes, please rate the podcast and leave a review. If you're on any podcast platform that lets you review, please do so and give me five stars or whatever. I am Bond Diesel on Twitch where I try to stream three or four times a week. I am also Bond Diesel on Twitter, where you can catch my thoughts, state of the game, live tweets, and the occasional foot in my own mouth. Uh, if you would like some cool The Echo Cast or Bond Diesel merch, please check out designbyhumans.com slash shop slash Bond Diesel, or just go to their website and search for Bond Diesel. I've got a bunch of cool stuff on there. That's all I have. So... Until next time. Bye.